She's looking at me with like this little smirk, like, yeah, but I can't have it. <laughs> Just stop. Why? Why do you do that? It gets you good food. You trying to knit a sweater with your butthole? <laughs> One is the toxic femininity. Because that was my first like experience being an adult in the real world, being manipulated by someone like that while I'm fucking drunk. We're all selfish because we can't help someone else without helping ourselves. So for us to continuously be having this battle of this inner battle, this outward battle, this social battle of all of this is just fucking ridiculous because it's keeping us from living how we're supposed to be living. And instead, we're constantly fighting each other. Welcome to another episode of Just Press Foreplay. 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 <laughs> I know I promised you Mariah this week, but that is not happening. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start this week out with a little story, okay? Story time. Yeah, story time. <laughs> Everybody sit crisscross, applesauce, gather around. Story time. Get your cigars, get your whiskey. <laughs> Have your coffee. <laughs> That's 8.30 at night. Whatever. Time is irrelevant. What is time? Irrelevant. It's an irrelevant? Uh-huh. <laughs> an irrelevant. Sounds like a, neuro- like a neurological disorder. Yeah, exactly. Neurofant. Neurofant, you guys. That's the CIA psychological name for it. <laughs> <laughs> this story hits basically at every angle of all the topics that I want to hit this week. I was working at a place that rhymes with BJ Langs. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and at said place, a lot of dynamics were happening in the story, and I was brand new. I didn't know at the time, but someone who was flirting with me was using me to make his girlfriend jealous, who also worked there. Okay, so I was unaware of that dynamic. I wasn't actually interested in this person. I was interested in their friend. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> This is just how Langs goes. No, actually, because this group of people was before who we know started working okay. there. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So I had just gotten out of a four-year relationship or so. I had worked there for like maybe a month. And then I went out one night. We were getting drunk because that's what we did. I think I was like 21 at the time. And my roommates, they they would say all the time when I would come home, they're like, are the police bringing her home? <laughs> <laughs> So we got super fucking wasted. I, ironically enough, had just bought a new pair of shoes that were $140, which I never do. Game fathoms. Well, I guess I've spent that much on boots. I spent $120 on Oh, boots. I still have them, and they are in perfect condition. Of course, because you wear boots like... There's some shoes I don't think I've ever seen you wear. Because I don't want to ruin them. <laughs> Let me buy these to admire them. I might wear them one day for 10 minutes. Well, someone will take me out. <laughs> Touche. I'm not good at the whole dates thing. It's okay. COVID's happening. You have a good excuse right now. <laughs> so anyway, we're out drinking and then Quinn ended up leaving. We ended up running into other people who work at Lang's and drinking with them. I was blacked the fuck out. Homegirl who he was trying to make jealous was there. Okay? Oh, okay. My... Juicy. What? In my blackout, she was questioning me. Like, she was feeding me drinks and questioning me. Him and I hadn't hadn't done anything. Like, him and I were truly just friends. So I come out of my blackout because I'm like, my shoes, because the bar's closing. No, actually, I'm just kidding. I accidentally left my shoes because she's questioning me. Right. So the bar is closing. I'm coming out of my blackout because we're leaving. Right. Okay. So we leave, and this is third floor parlor. So we leave, and then I remember that my shoes are in there, and because it's Bellevue, right. we know the managers, So and I was drinking there all the time. <laughs> so they know me, so I go running back like, my shoes, my shoes, they're in the office. I need my shoes. I am not leaving without my shoes and you know me when I'm stubborn I'm like nope, nope they're in there and I'm right here and it's like 10 feet away and you can get them yeah. <laughs> and I'm feisty and I'm drunk so they're like someone get this bitch her shoes <laughs> I don't know how the rest of things happen but I do still have my shoes and we end up at guy that I liked and guy friend 
who was trying to make his girlfriend jealous live together. Okay. okay? That's the house that we went back to. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the car ride there. I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. <laughs> but somehow you ended up back there. Yeah. And so... <sighs> I wake up and also I didn't know this other person was there. And there's other two other people there. Okay. Who all worked there. I wake up because someone is touching me. I'm asleep on the floor in a room and someone's fucking touching me. Gross. Trying to unbutton my pants and touch me. So that wakes me up. Yeah. Because that's just how it works for me. Because I wake up. So I wake up, I run out and I puke all over their bathroom. Like I'm talking projectile puke all over the bathroom. Because I think my body was just shocked. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was just like a flexible way too many emotions going on and being way too drunk and all of it and i spend i don't even know how long trying to clean it up and i did a really good job but (laughs) of course you did three hours later who knows time is irrelevant (laughs) i have to add this in here because it matters to the story i had worked a double shift the day before and the manager hated me and skipped me on having a break and my shoes were half a size too small and brand new oh no Yeah. So my toenails were black. From being bruised? From being bruised. So anyway, okay. So I clean it all up. I find some toothpaste and I finger brush my teeth. Been there, done that. And then I go crawl into dude that actually likes bed. (laughs) Well played. Yeah. Pretty sure what I did was I went up in his room and probably asked what the address was so I could call an Uber. Because I think that was before Uber was able to drop pins. Right. You had to know know what your address was. Yeah. And he was like, no, shh. So I was like, okay, fine. So we went to sleep for a little bit and then we all got in the car and I was just really fucking glad that I didn't throw up anymore. I obviously got it all out. Clearly. (laughs) So it was an awful car ride back and then they all wanted to go to brunch and I honestly was just trying to not throw up. (laughs) I get home and my toenail had fallen off. Luckily I had my sock on, so it was still in my sock, but I'm like, what a fucking day. Ow, losing a toenail fucking sucks. It was because it was all bruised, so it basically just like swelled itself yeah. off. Uh, I've, it was lost, I've lost two nails. I lost my pinky nail and my thumbnail. And no, no, thank you. A few things in that story that I want to talk about. First one is the toxic femininity, because that was my first like experience being an adult in the real world, being manipulated by someone like that while I'm fucking drunk. Well, and also getting you drunk. Well, and I was already so drunk, so I don't even know if I took shots with her. I don't know any of it. (laughs) I don't know the questions she asked me. It's like that. It's okay. But not when some bitch is trying to question you. But I mean, when you have you're after her, her dude, and I didn't even do anything with him. Well, that's the ironic part is that you hadn't done anything with him. You weren't interested in him. You wanted nothing to do with him. So even if you were drunk, it's the worst thing you're gonna say. Oh yeah, he's a good person. Yeah, we serve we serve food together. (laughs) <laughs> hate to spoiler alert but spoiler. in two months i'm gonna be fucking him so <laughs> <laughs> let me just divulge all my secrets to you right now random girl my goodness <laughs> with hidden agendas i'm like i just started working here i don't even know the drama yet <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> i haven't been immersed in your guys's political world give me time to adapt okay yeah I'm like a new fish coming into a new fish tank I just turned 21 <laughs> <laughs> but anyway getting back to the topic Toxic energy, specifically toxic femininity. I wanted to do this episode about avoiding Me Too moments. So, like, I wanted it to be empowering on the feminine side. Like, what are ways that you've, you know, been able to not have to be in that situation and instead get yourself out of it? Even in high school, I've been in those situations before. Like, we'd be at a house party. I was drunk and fell asleep on the couch. And I'm I'm woken up because someone's carrying me into a room. You know what I mean? Right. Like those situations happen so often for, 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 I was assuming females, you know, that's what I was assuming when I was starting this. Even when that happened, I, even though I was drunk, like my body was conscious enough to be like, get the fuck out of here. And I figured out a way to get out. Right. You know, my friend was in the other room with her boyfriend. So, and she was ignoring my fucking phone calls. So I even just left without her. And I was like, dude, like, you know, you're fine with him, but I'm, I'm leaving. Like you obviously don't care enough about me to make sure I'm good too. about my safety. Yeah, exactly. Young love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So wrapped up in emotions. My goodness. And we wonder why we have trust issues. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We're all sabotaging each other in love and friendships like in elementary school. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then high school. And then we're like, why are we, why do we hate each other? Why do we hate people so much? (laughs) Let me lick your face, but don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I wanted this episode to be empowering on how to get yourself out of those situations. But as I was doing research on it, I was discovering that there are so many men who have moments where they're being sexually exposed or sexualized younger. You know what I mean? So it's like for females, I feel like it's they get really sexualized once they get boobs and stuff. But that's like middle school nowadays, all the hormones they're feeding. Well, no, because I even remember in middle school, like some girls started to develop early. So like for guys, that was something that started in middle school. I think for, I think, I think like toddlers as young beings get sexualized a lot as young boys. Oh, I could see that, especially with like helicopter moms or or moms who are just too attached to their son Uh, or like a stepmom trying to get too close to a son or something like that. Well, so I posted a few questions on Reddit and it was like men were desensitized to it. It was just like, I mean, aside from the fact that I was touched when I was a boy, this, this, and this happened to me, but it's always like brushed off as nonchalant. Well, yeah. If you look at the male culture, we're told to just ignore that stuff or think that like, no men should want that. Like it's, it's taught to be looked at in a positive light, even if it makes you uncomfortable. So when it does make men uncomfortable, they don't want to talk about it because there's definitely that stigma of like, oh no, they're going to make fun of me because I got touched by a woman. Right. Well, and then also a lot of stories I was seeing too was like in high school, boys being touched by other boys. And it was usually the guys who were head of a jock team or something. Right. Forcing the weaker kids to give them blowjobs and stuff like that. And crazy shit like that. I don't know. I feel like a lot of young men don't have a place to go to talk about that stuff. Because it's just like, what the fuck just happened to me? Where females, like, that stuff happens. Right. and So frequently. And yes, they do so get sexualized a lot. spoken about. Mm-hmm. Right. But then for young men, it's just like, I don't know. Like, it's just, it, the responses I was getting were just, it was just crazy to me. So I was like, okay, like I want to take this in a different direction. It's almost like people don't want to know that it then. happens. Mm-hmm. It's like almost like people don't want to know that it happens on, on that side of the spectrum. They just don't even want to shine a light in that corner for some reason. Yeah. And then, so then it took me down the thought of, okay, well, so we have men that are being raised this way to not explore their emotions, to be shunned for exploring their emotions, and also to be desensitized to their own sexual energy, which is crucial. Mm-hmm. For all beings, it's not just men, women, it's not, you know, that's a human thing. So you're desensitized to something that is a source of your energy at such a young age and then taught to be quiet about it as you grow up. And then I feel like that's kind of what gets men who get in high status paying jobs. It develops into a toxic masculinity type of mask that you have on. And then from that, you also have women who start to be extremists on this side extreme feminists on this side because of how these men are behaving but they never get to the root of why these men are behaving this way because if they understood that they were traumatized as children it would be a completely different story right they'd at least have a starting point to know where and what to heal and could find someone to help them work on it but when you're completely ignorant or blind to it it keeps repeating the cycle because you keep passing it down generation to generation to generation well and men are desensitized to even talk about the topic exactly so they don't even know that that's a part Something of the root at all talked about mm-hmm. but yeah it was just fucking blowing my mind and the amount of of men who are afraid to speak up so i was hearing a lot of like work situations higher up executive women in corporate places making passes or job offers of more pay for sexual favors and things like that and then just kind of having to deal with it because that's your fucking job well we've been so shown in society through the justice system that women are are always right when it comes to this and it's turned our justice system into especially in this arena having to prove yourself innocent instead of being innocent and getting proven guilty yeah because the dirty laundry gets aired right away and you don't even have time to defend yourself because immediately you have extreme feminists who jump on it. And women are fucking manipulative. So there's these executive women who will make you text them in a certain way and act in a flirtatious way so they have all this evidence so that they when they flip on you, it's like it makes it look like you were interested in them and that you were the bad person. There are some psycho women out there. I mean, and yeah, and, and that's why I wanted that's why I wanted to bring in toxic femininity also, because I feel like it's this 
toxic cycle that's happening. It is, and it's 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 it's, it's ah um, fucking shitty. If everything has a balance and everything has an opposite side, just like in physics, for everything there's an equal and opposite reaction then if there's an imbalance of feminine toxicity then of course that's going to increase the maximum toxicity as well yeah and create this whirlpool of energy it's like what they talk about in the five love languages when you're on a negative spiral with your partner and you keep bickering back and forth and like you just and you're like well he's doing it this way so that's why i do it this way the moment you're in that mentality you're fucking off exactly it's off but it's but it's so difficult to get out of especially on a collective level where it's been integrated into society for decades it's, it's, I don't think it's difficult to get off. I think it's difficult to it is stop if you're defending. Not aware of, if you're, it is if you're not aware of it. I think it's difficult to stop defending because what I notice is people continuously jump on. I can't help it. I can't help the way I react. I can't help that when you do this, I do this. But you don't understand that your terminology is defending the bad behavior. And as long as your terminology is in that mindset, you're never going to change. Exactly. And and I fall into this trap. I just spent the Everyone last has. two months yeah, telling myself that I couldn't do this or couldn't do that. And it's like, well, I keep saying that it's probably going to come true. It is going to come true. Oh, 100%. We, we, we're so close to learning how to truly control our consciousness. And we're going to see how much speaking things and writing things down really plays a role in creating the reality that you want to exist in and the reality that lays before you. I think that's why we're seeing so many extremes happen in front of us. So many people running to way over this side or way over this side. And I think it's because they're denying that they need balance. And so they're running to an extreme to cover up the parts of them that they don't want to heal. And then they're even more fucked up because it's like, why did you do that to yourself? Because you're still (laughs) denying yourself things. Yeah, exactly. You know, where it's like, you need to find a middle ground because until you do that, you're always going to be on a teeter totter. You can't live life on a teeter-totter. I mean, you can, but it's just Whoa. no fun. <laughs> like, you're welcome to. But, like, it got you that where no, you're at now, so... You're, so. you're going to have super high highs and then even lower lows, and it's just going to be... I don't know. I just... It's it's not... I, I, I've lived like that. It sucks. So, I want to read off characteristics of masculine and then feminine. Mm-hmm. So, masculine is... And all of this, like, you have to think about it in energy matter, not in genitalia matter. Yeah. Because I feel like we've been so conditioned to hear these terms as our body parts, and that's so off, and that's why our minds are fucked up around the topic. Because it's a, it's a term of energy, not biology. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's taking physics to a metaphysical level. Yes. So the words for masculine, direct, focused, strong, restrained, dominant, rigid, Logical, selfish, daring, overbearing, straightforward. Some of these words I feel like are a little bit harsh for an energy because masculine isn't like selfish. It depends on how you perceive the word. No, ma- well, yeah, because I mean, in, in reality, we're all selfish because we can't help someone else without helping ourselves. Well, and that this is the fun part. When I read the feminine side, you'll realize that there are parts that are, we are both, we are all of these words. Oh, absolutely. There are bits of us that are a percentage of all of these words, and it's not the same on any given day. It's always Mm, changing. Constant flux. So for us to continuously be having this battle of this inner battle, this outward battle, this social battle of all of this is just fucking ridiculous because it's keeping us from living how we're supposed to be living. And instead we're constantly fighting each other. We're seeing it shown on the news with all of the extremes we're seeing it shown in extremes everywhere exactly and it's it's just and it's so strong right now because it is coming to an end it's all going to end soon and it's all just going to be peaceful and quiet and nice (laughs) (laughs) that's all i got (laughs) so everyone just slide down the rainbow (laughs) take a deep breath remain calm no, I mean, the reality of it is, though, is it's not just all going to be rainbows and stuff. Like, there's things that people have to work on. There, There's things about your characteristics that you have to work on. Otherwise, things in your personal world are not going to change. Right. Absolutely. So you can be someone who's elevated in your thinking and maybe how other people think isn't going to affect you. But it still affects the world and around you if other people aren't understanding this way of thinking. Right. And- well, that's difficult because you can't always teach someone how to think that way like they have to want to learn how to do it for themselves 
Right, but sometimes you don't know how to do something differently if you've never heard or heard a perspective or oh, seen absolutely. a perspective or been exposed to it. Absolutely. The, the ignorant people need to be taught, but the stupid people need to go. That's that's my theory. Not ignorant people, you don't know any better. If you're stupid, you've been taught before. and Refusing to and, educate yourself is choosing to be stupid. Yeah, exactly. And those, those people, I'm like, no. But the people who are willing to change and want to change, totally different story. Yeah, and that just goes back to awareness, like choosing awareness over ego. Yeah. But the reason why I feel like so many men are afraid to come come out with anything is because they start to get gaslit by the toxic femininity. You know, it's like we're trying to... This is what I was trying to say. Like, we're not... It's not all going to be rainbows. Right now, the news is pushing an agenda of having our masculine beings be emasculated. I know this is a little controversial, but Candace Owen talked about it today. And she was talking about the Harry Styles photo being on Vogue and him wearing the dress. And then she made the comment about how we need manly men. The way she said it, I don't think came off very well. I think she could have worded it better. I think what she's trying to say is that the narrative is trying to push either weak men or extreme violent men. That's what the media is trying to push in their narrative. Okay. And we are eating it up and performing in that way. Yeah. And that's off. And that's what she's trying to say. It's not that Harry Styles can't express himself. In my opinion, he's hella fucking manly. His music is amazing. Right. He is always dressed that way. I don't think it is. No, I think if, they're... You, if you go back to the words that you were listening off for masculine, he's focused. He's, I forget some of the other ones, but he, he, mm-hmm. has, he has all of the traits of what masculine energy His energy be, is masculine. But he also has and is very comfortable with his feminine energy side. Yeah. And I think when you're rooted in who you are, you're unfazed by other people's perspective of things. You like what you like and you go with what you like and you're rooted in that. Exactly. I feel like the way Candace Owen worded it is going to have a lot of like backlash on her and people are going to miss the point of what she's trying to say. Of course. But it's that the narrative is trying to be pushed in that direction. And I hate that because it's it, it goes back to being both extremes. And what you want is people to find that balance between being feminine and being masculine. You have toxic femininity, which is pushing the narrative of extreme feminists. And that's not okay. No. And then you have toxic masculinity, which is extreme, extreme aggression. And that's not okay either. Right. Exactly. It's the dark side of both coins. And you don't want that. You want to be on the light side of both coins, but in balance with each other. It's, it's like a little quadrant because mm-hmm. you got to You got, you know, you got to get it just right. And everyone's going to be different. There are going to be people who are, who definitely lean more towards the masculine energy and people who lean more towards the feminine energy. But the point is to be in touch with all of it within yourself and understand who you are as a person and what works for you and not try and push that on anybody else. Yeah, that's the other thing is not push it on anyone else. Constantly trying to force our agendas on other people. And our opinions on other people and then getting upset when they don't have the same opinion and recognizing that, dude, it's it's America. It's a free country. And this this should be globally. Unfortunately, it's not. There's a lot of really harsh dictatorships around the world, but that's the beauty of America. We can have different opinions and still sit down and have a cup of coffee or sit down and have a drink together Mm -hmm. and be friends. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's what makes me upset about the media right now is because you have so many people who are like, where's your proof? Where's your proof? And I'm like, I the only proof that I need is that I'm watching the news. I'm watching their body language and I'm hearing their words and all of it is pushing something. So that alone tells me that I have things to question. And also, where am I seeing the role model of a balanced man and a balanced woman? Where are they showing that on any of those platforms? They're not. Because that's not what they want. That's not what they want you to strive for. That's not how they want you to be. They want you to constantly be conflicted. They want you to be so unsure about yourself and always questioning that you don't push a, an agenda for your life. You don't push anything forward for yourself. And actually, we can't say her name because she sounds like a fucking psycho bitch. I want to talk about a well-balanced man, Johnny Depp. And we were doing research on this because that's another person who came up who I didn't know about. And then the information came up when I was doing this research. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. All of this ties together perfectly. Toxic femininity is what she's pushing. Yep. It's an extreme feminist agenda of being unable to be touched because you're a woman. You can always victimize yourself. But then being upset that you're not getting touched by your lover. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many aspects to that. But you have Johnny Depp who's trying to defend himself and you can hear it in his tapes. You can hear it from the people who have interacted with him, the statements from his ex-wives, all of it. 
you can hear that he is a well-balanced man trying to figure it the fuck out and what just happened to him he got a, he he got he lost for his it. case yeah we the world showed us a balanced man and he lost his case for speaking up and that's the narrative that they're pushing exactly they do what not the fuck? want well-balanced men that's gross what the fuck I think false extremes are a false narrative. And I think that anything that you're watching, if you get that gut feeling of they're pushing something on you, they are. And and don't take it at face value. Like if you really question it, do some research, find out who owns it, follow the money, follow out what their political beliefs are, follow out what they go and dig deeper on it. Go And, dig and if on all of agenda. that's too much, then turn it off. Because unless you want them like constantly pushing something down your throat that and you don't believe in, life. why are you listening to it? Exactly. So when I was researching, when it brought me to the case with Johnny Depp a couple of the statements that she was saying that are like extreme gaslight statements that confuse people that I just wanted to put on here because I feel like if you don't know you're in this situation you don't really know that you should probably get out of it or that you are someone who's a victim in it it goes to that whole conversation we just had ignorance for stupidity yeah if you're ignorant about it you're blind you don't know yeah don't and know if it's all you've known you. it's all you've known exactly so something that i heard her saying was she said help me by pointing out when i'm being crazy so basically she's excusing her behavior and saying when i'm doing this tell me but if you don't tell me that i'm being crazy i'm gonna keep being crazy and then when you tell me that i'm crazy <laughs> i'm gonna get mad at you for telling me that i'm crazy mm -hmm. i'm gonna say you're attacking my character oh my god <laughs> Can we just that just pr pr puts let's, us into let's projection get in, let's get it let's get, well let's explain toxic femininity because I don't think a lot of people fully understand what it is you know I w I would love to hear your explanation of it because I still don't completely understand it I do at a, at a fundamental level but I could not explain it to somebody else okay so I mean a couple things that are examples of it pulling the woman card if especially if you've put hands on on a male body shaming of anyone yep. is an example it might be a light example depending on how bad you're doing it but it's still an example having the having the gold digger mindset so trading sex favors for whatever yep. whatever bougie things you want any of these things like if you do them to a degree that's you know there's some men who want to have sugar babies can if I, it's cohesive and not against someone's will right that's can I, different can i add one more to that list yeah gossiping gossiping is one of the most toxic female traits that you could possibly have mm -hmm. it is destructive it is inappropriate. It is, it's just, it's just ruthless. And it's, and it's, and I hate that it's a toxic feminine trait because you see it in all relationships. I've seen it from gay people. I've seen it from straight people. I've seen it from yeah. everybody, but it's a toxic feminine trait. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. Gossip is the destruction of the world. Well, and it also creates a bubble in which you don't know how to speak outside of that. Have you ever been like hanging out with people who I, like I'm used to this because girls gossip. So it's easy to get caught in that. And especially so working in restaurants. Oh, all people talk about is gossiping. Oh, so I had, I got to, I had to tell people to just be like, why are you talking about other people? Like if you have a problem with them, go talk to them. Yeah. And that's where I got to. And then I got to a point where I did have problems and I would go talk to those people, but they didn't fucking care. They were behaving that way. So they just continued to do it. And it's like, oh, shit, like you're just that kind of person. I, okay. I would get to a point where I just wouldn't give them the time of day. They'd say something snarky and I would just look at them like, dude, come on and walk away. Yeah. And make them just feel stupid for it because it's like you get a kick out of this and you want a reaction out of people. And it's like, no, that's so inappropriate. Like just because you have issues with someone or you have a low self-esteem and you need to put other people down for it doesn't mean you get to start rumors. Well, it doesn't mean that you get to say shit about people. It's funny. Once you start being the person who sh shuts that down you slowly see other people start doing it too mm -hmm. because then they start it's they infectious realize you can say something yeah and it's infectious you start to realize like i am in a grumpy mood every day all you do is complain and it makes me feel low you know it's a collective energy it's gross so yeah and then prioritizing your appearance over everything else there which I've, i've i don't know about that one i might disagree with that one because there are some men who have who are extremely masculine who take way too much pride and care in how they look Okay, but remember, masculine and feminine are energies. It's not That's true, genitals. That's true. So you can be, uh, you can have all toxic femininity traits and be trans. You can be male. You can be, you know. Right. Yeah. So people can definitely carry this, a lot of this. It's crazy. It's not just women. It's so crazy. Like even hearing myself, hearing myself say that, I'm like, wow, I'm still a little bit conditioned to, to automatically jump on that. Isn't that crazy? We yeah. all are. Yeah. We all huh. totally are. <laughs> so jealousy towards others and being catty, mm -hmm. slut shaming, yep. using your period to erase being abusive. 
or to um justify being abusive yeah yeah excuse is what i wrote excuse but i put Urcuse. Uh lying about contraceptives to trap a man. Oh my god. Or or not lying to him and then when he's about to finish, wrap your legs around me and say, throw a baby in me. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Bitches are crazy. Oh my god. Coercing a man into being intimate. Yeah, like tricking him. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was reading so many stories about women being quite a bit older than, say, like a 40-year-old woman and a 20-year-old man. So, like, mm-hmm. women and their interns, basically. Yeah. Which, actually, I've seen in the restaurant a fucking lot, too. Especially working at the hotel restaurant. Whew. And then so attached to that, having the mentality of men should always want it. Men were talking about when they would try and reject a woman or try and politely be like they weren't interested or whatever. Women would become extreme bullies to them. Mm-hmm. So even though they were stuck working with them still, they had to deal with them being shitty as fuck all the time. And they can't do anything about it because if they go to HR, it, it gets turned into a case because then the women turn around and say that he'd said something inappropriate to them. Or more chances than not, they're going to make you switch jobs before they make a girl switch jobs because the PR of that is going to be totally different they can let you go or make you move somewhere no one's gonna say anything but if they move her then she's gonna come out and make a whole thing about it of like they're moving me because da 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 it's like yeah come on why you gotta be like that yep oh out of so after being rejected women being this way out of spite because they were broken up with turning it saying rape and making all these accusations just because they didn't want the relationship to end over grudges. The other one I was hearing, they would take it personal. So even though they were trying to find a polite way to say it, the women would still take it extremely personal and then turn it into a work thing or something like that. Yeah. Turn it into some big thing that doesn't need to be. Yeah. Just because they're being emotional. Mm -hmm. Lowering of someone else's beliefs, values, or spirituality. Um, Unbridled emotions I'd like to throw in there. What is that? unbridled emotions just people who let their emotions get the best of them or let their emotions go too far oh back to that extremist kind of kind of mentality just letting their emotions especially like the ones who are bipolar will be really calm and they'll start screaming and then they'll apologize and be calm again and then they'll scream two minutes later and you're like what just happened well and i feel like situations like that like dude take a walk Listen to your fucking body. Take a go walk. Meditate. Go sit in nature. Go don't, walk around. Go do. Go move. Go just jump around. Go hit something. Don't stay. Something, not someone. Yeah. <laughs> and don't stay in a conversation just because you feel like you need closure. If you're to that point where your blood is boiling so much that you've lost all rationality, the other person isn't going to be able to clearly get through to you because you are not hearing properly. You're not going to hear anything they say. Yeah. So sitting there and saying that like you need to have the conversation, it, it's not going to go anywhere. It's going to continue to go in circles. I think it's really important too when one person in the relationship does ask for that hour or that two hours or that space, the need for the other person to not immediately jump on them and be like, oh, you're running away from the problem. Oh, you're not you're not fighting for our relationship. When reality, it's like, no, I'm actually going to fight harder because I'm going to have a chance to disassociate from my emotions, figure out how I'm feeling, take the time to see it from your perspective and come back and have an actual conversation, figure out why this happened and figure out how we're going to prevent it from happening in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times if you're just staying in it, you're going to fucking sock each other and then it's done. Over for <laughs> both of you. <laughs> And it just takes one split second of one dumb decision. And I, I've done it before. I've never hit a person, but I've broken so many things. I broke I broke a PlayStation 2 in high school because, or not in high school, in college because I was drunk one night and I got mad at something and I drop kicked it. Basically bent it in half. Oh no. Yeah, I was so sad. I was so upset. Did you break something because you broke that? After? No, I don't think I did, but I don't okay. remember. I was really drunk that <laughs> night. There was the night we got in the fight and I broke up the pull-up bar and the printer and a chair. Um, I mean, when I was like, like the doorknob too. I don't want to talk about how many doorknobs I've broken. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing was uh, false allegations. So the research on this is a little hard because it's about two to six percent of all alle- allegations are are false of reported allegations. Reported, not reported, validated. So not even not just reported, reported all validated, more, only validated. Yep. That's because insane. it's so hard, you know, because there's, you don't want to assume that someone is lying, but also it goes back to using the woman card. If you're pulling yeah. that. Well, and it also goes into our judicial system again with how it's changed from now. You basically have to prove yourself innocent. You basically come in guilty instead of being innocent having and being proved guilty. You go in guilty and have to prove your own innocence. And it's like in some of these cases, how do you prove that you didn't do something? 
Well, and in Johnny Depp's case, he proved that he's innocent. He has statements by both his ex-wives that he is not this person. And it sounds like other people outside of that, too. The there barber are and the mechanic. so many people. Yeah. And he still lost his case. Because the media still wants to push this narrative of, no, you can't be a well-balanced man. That's That's not a good way to be. Well, and also at the drop of a hat, your career can be ruined over over hearsay. Just because a woman said something. No physical proof, no tangible proof, no evidence, just because she wants to and because she can. Well, and it's a power move. Yeah, well, especially when you have the money to pay for lawyers, too. It's even easier. When you're backed by by Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, (laughs) Petalwood. The other thing you'll notice in terminology to watch out, watch out for um, avoiding accountability. So their sentences mm-hmm. are like things like, you know, you can't be mad at me for being so mad when you know that that's what pisses me off. You can't be mad at me for throwing pots and pans at you when you said you would be home in an hour and you got home in an hour, in an, hour and an hour and 15 minutes. Like, what the fuck? No, that's not okay. You, just because you're in a relationship with someone, you don't own them. You don't control them. It's, you're not, you're still independent human beings. Yes, you've decided to come together to try and make life more fun and create something with life. But you're, you're not responsible for each other. You're not in control of one another. And time is irrelevant, bish. Yeah. Like, if he needs to get away from you, let him get away from you. It's better for the both of you. And if you're going to continue to hound him in his time away from He's you. He's going to want more time away from you and longer time away from you. What's he going to come back to? He doesn't want to come back to that. Right. <laughs> He's just still trying to get away. You're, you didn't give him his space, so he's still in it. It's gross. Princess I mentality. And just sitting in a pestilent cloud of. <laughs> <laughs> Having princess mentality. So it goes back to, yep. you know. Spoil me, pamper me, do everything for me. <laughs> but I'm a lady, but I'm I got lady. my nails done. I'm fragile. <laughs> Not bitch, <Playing>. you lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Playing victim, saying you're fine when you're not. Even though that sounds like a small example, things stem from places. So. What is really interesting when you start being honest with people and not saying I'm fine, but saying things like, you know, like today with on the phone, he asked me how I was and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm doing better than I have been. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, that's good to hear. Here are all my problems. It's like the guy checking out at the grocery store. I'm dead today. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But it's like, I might as well just say I'm fine, but people aren't actually listening when, when people talk up. And this is, I think this is part of the toxic masculinity is there's so many people who want are this is where the selfish masculinity and he comes in where it becomes toxic is when you only care about your problems, your situation, and you're just going through the motions of asking people. Yeah. And that's where it goes back into energy. Like people, that's when you have those friendships in your life where this isn't working for me. You know, it's, it goes back to that. Everything goes back to energy. If you're not giving back to someone, why are they going to want to spend time with you? All you're doing is taking, all you're doing is draining them. Well, and you're taking up their time. And I mean, I know time's irrelevant, but like still like at some point our body dies. And if there's things that we could be doing or a connection that we could be making that would be more beneficial to us or actually like raise our spirits, yeah. you're taking away from that. That's true. Yeah. Another one that I added in here, but I didn't see anywhere was how teens behave to stepdads. Cause that's huge. That's I think that's a whole t- other conversation, especially if you, if you dive into how porn is portraying all of that and those relationships. Like that's the beginnings of to- toxic femininity. You don't develop this toxic behavior out of nowhere. Oh, it's ingrained into you through patterns and rituals and how you grew up. Yeah. And there, there and there's girls who girls get away. There. There's girls who definitely get away with saying things about touching them just because they're mad because they're grounded for something, or just because their mom's dating them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it can be as simple as that. There's so many reasons, especially at that age, because you're just all your so hormones emotional. are out of balance. Mm-hmm. Everything's new. Everything's changing, and especially if your mom's just starting to date or has it like your stepdad's new in the picture, like. Fuck yeah, you're gonna be toxic. Well, being a teenager is hard because parents, like moms, don't always understand how to deal with the emotions of a teenager. So they just kind of write it off as you're being a little fucking bitch. Especially the older moms. Yeah, and it's because they forget what it's like. And it's sad because you know when you're young and you're going through that, all you need is reassurance. You don't necessarily need someone telling you you're being an asshole. You're aware you're being an asshole. Right. You're trying to figure out how to control your emotions, and life is hard, and you're figuring things out and kids are assholes and you have to go to school and deal with kids and they're fucking assholes and if you have to come home and your parents can't hold space for you and you know just you feel lonely you feel sad yeah and you start to develop strange things about your fucking personality judgment before accountability which mm-hmm. is huge because you'll hear statements where what's a good example of that one easy a with um emma stone but she wasn't a toxic 
no, 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 no. The girl, the the church girl was though. Yes. Yeah. yeah the church girl was yeah. absolutely. Amanda, I think Amanda Bynes played her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect example. Oh, I also found this other one, which I thought was really impactful. And it said healthy, balanced human of integrity, power, wisdom, and love. And I feel like at simplest form, that's like basically all you have to yeah. focus on. Mm-hmm. Integrity. Well, I don't really like power, but. No power. And power is I think is that's such- power of self. <laughs> I think power is the right word. I think there's a misnomer on power in the world right now because it has become such a toxic masculine trait. Oh my god, a husky on the run. Because there's positive power and there's negative power. And the negative power would be that toxic masculinity where the positive power is embracing you both your feminine. And I think power is a neutral word and it depends on how the context you're using it is in. Okay, okay. So yeah, integrity, power, wisdom, and love. And then living in the toxic form is sick, fearful, passive, person of anger, greed, pride, and hate. So he was basically getting in an argument with someone because he was trying to tell his side of the story of everything that's happened to him growing up and how normalized it is and how there's not really trauma there. It's just that this is how society is, you know, and men are raised the way they are and sex should just be a norm to them and expressing emotions is a taboo and all of that. So anyway, it says, perhaps there is another solution. Never get married. Keep romantic relationship to casual only. Use reliable contraceptive and be professional with everyone. You see, 99% of men's problems can be avoided this way. It's a better solution and you don't rely on anyone else because you're taking advice from a feminist. And I love that because that's what we're seeing right now. We are seeing relationships turn into surface because men don't want to deal with all of the erratic behavior of extreme feminists and them thinking that they get the world owed to them because Disney told them so. Yeah, exactly. They're all princesses. So all the guys are like, you're funny. We're going to go play video games. Yeah. And so no one's holding balance for each other. Instead, we're just in this constant battle of being the opposite side of a magnet to each other. It's kind of crazy to think because like even your brother who's 18 has little to no interest in women. And especially here in Washington, because he's seen the, he started seeing the crazy in seventh grade. Uh Uh-huh. It was insane. He had better relationships with girls that he was talking to and connecting with in Australia over video games than he was at the own girls at his school. Yep. Which just goes to show you like men now days don't want to deal with women because they feel like they're owed the world. It's not actually, women. It's the extreme feminists. Well, right. Extreme mm-hmm. feminists thinking they're owed the world and not mm-hmm. actually recognizing that you have to have a connection and you have to have balance in a relationship for it to work. Mm-hmm. So all the kids nowadays are like, I don't want to be in a relationship. That sounds fucking crazy. And like a lot of fucking work for, for no reason. Mm-hmm. You're not actually growing. You're not actually becoming better. You're not actually maturing to the point where you can build a really cool lifestyle and a foundation for the two of you to actually start a family and like continue the human population. Yeah. Well, and then women are having the mentality of like, well, men aren't stepping up. So we're going to do everything ourselves and do all of it ourselves. And you're not worthy. You stay over there. Don't worry. I fucking got it. Yeah. And so it's just like it. So then all the guys are like, all right, well, I guess we'll just sit around and hang out if you got this. Well, now I'm pissed off that you're sitting around hanging out because I want you to hang out with me and I want attention and... (laughs) <laughs> i want my cake and i want to eat it too <laughs> then this guy was also talking about how society does not care about men's problems and even if they do talk about it they don't provide any solutions for it but there's so much funding for feminist groups and he's like why do these feminist groups not also have a division that helps men with these problems and she's like well men should have a group for that but the problem with that is men will never in the way we've been deemed in society, will ever do that on their own. You are doing the same division. You're you are continuing the divide. If it's a group about, it should it shouldn't be feminist groups. It should be groups about divine femininity. Yes. And then in that, you have cohesiveness because people who want to embrace any of their femininity can do so in that bubble and can come and learn in that safe space safe space crucial part right there Mm -hmm. but if you continue this divide you're not helping anything you can't be an extreme feminist and shut out men completely we need to live cohesively there has to be balance we are all energies and i'm sorry women you can't do it yourself we do need masculine energy it keeps us balanced exactly and it keps us from not ripping each other's heads off and being (laughs) catty as fuck 
like a world with just women i would oh, i would be, oh, i have never I been suicidal even. i would be suicidal i mean we can go back to working at scotty browns and like i essentially got brought in because there was too much estrogen in the air it had to be balanced it was getting too catty too gossipy too well, and you came in at the good part. You should have seen it right before you got there. I because can't even imagine. We, we even had a meeting where I was like, I've never worked with this many females in my life. So if you're angry at me because I'm new or just because you're mad because this place sucks or you're mad because I took a lemon when I should have cut my own lemons, tell me. Communicate with me. It all goes. It it always goes back to communication. It really does. Always does. It it really does. The last thing that I want to bring up on toxic femininity. I'm not attacking women. This is not about attacking women. It's not about attacking feminist groups. It's not about that at all. It's about attacking the extreme mindset on anything. Any type of extremist behavior is something that incubates. I think it starts small and then grows depending on how much you feed it, how much you continue to behave that way. It's um, like this show. I don't remember which cartoon I watched, but it was about a little white lie. Mm-hmm. And he kept feeding the little white lie by telling more white lies and eventually became this giant lie. He was trying to like hide in closets and keep covered up. <laughs> it's great. It might have been Dexter's Laboratory. I don't remember. It was it was a 90s cartoon. <laughs> One thing that I've learned from my relationships and trying to avoid being that way or recognizing when conversations go in kind of that roundabout demeanor I had to stop and ask myself, like, am I focusing on just their behavior? Because when you're focusing on just your partner's behavior is when your behavior becomes irrelevant to you. You're no longer aware of it. You're only paying attention to them. Everything they're doing is wrong because you're angry because you're not fixing something you need to be working on. And instead, you're diverting that energy into focusing on them. And so you're confusing your narrative because you're focusing on what they're doing, but you don't have their mind. You're trying to live in someone else's narrative and it doesn't work. Exactly. And then so you're creating a toxicity for yourself. Yeah. And when I was researching everything that's going on with Johnny Depp, that's what I got from it is that she's just leeching on to finding things wrong with the way that he's talking to her, finding things wrong with how he's doing whatever to her. Or not even to her, how he's just doing things, period. She's trying to make it about her, though. Oh, of course. Because it's like, you were out too late, and that makes me feel abandoned. You told me it would be an hour, and it was... An hour and five minutes. Stop. You don't know how much longer it was. I'd be like, bitch, I never want to come back, but... (laughs) (laughs) You have to be careful about people who who live on thriving in chaos because they can take out your life in in a fucking it's like a light switch. Especially if you're a man, that's terrifying. You can end everything so quickly. You can use your job, your house, if you have kids, your custody. And you piss off the right woman with enough money, you can go you can do jail time. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not something to be fucked with. Not jail time, prison time. It's a serious matter. And the fact that women think they can just throw it around because they think that oh, they won't really have really. any punishment is awful. It's really, really awful. Willy nilly, <laughs> throw it around, willy nilly. My goodness. Oh, the other thing that I've noticed if women are degrading you for choosing to call your mom, for choosing to call your sister, for choosing to call another female family relative or someone who's close to you when you guys are fighting, that's another example of someone who's extremely toxic. Because if they're calling you a coward for reaching out to someone for perspective and not staying there in the toxicity of the moment, not staying and fighting for the relationship. No, it's all off. You have every right to step away from a situation for however long you need. If you think someone's going to get violent with you, you always have that Especially if they're throwing shit at you like pots and pans, like, come on. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Why would you, why would anyone, especially a man, ever stay in a situation where shit's being thrown at him and his patience is being tested? Because of the marriage. God, so a weaker man would snap at that and and would hit her. But a well-balanced man, a man who's in control of his emotions and understands what's going on, does remove themselves from the situation. And that is the best course of action. I hate to say this because it... It's one of those things where it's like you don't ever want to accuse someone of behaving so terribly, but I feel like she's just like after his money and she wanted him to hit her. Yep. I feel like she's one of those women who was fucking after poking that. the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear, poking the bear. Yeah. Yeah. Because she knew she wasn't going to land this deal with this movie coming out. Oh, I could totally see that. And he's sitting there like just calm and cool and collected like this is stupid. 
why are we doing this right now? Well, he's just not that person. He's not. I think he's so, not at all. There's you know? no way. Okay, so I, if if anyone's listening to this and you do these things, because like I've been I've been guilty of doing some of these things. You know, we all carry a little bit of it. It's the awareness that. <laughs> it's the awareness or the choice to ignore the awareness that's the problem. So right. if you're doing something that makes you toxic, being and aware it of it, get out of control. Yeah, and then just making excuses for it. Like you have to ask yourself: Are you are you coddling this, or do you actually want to improve? You know, because the words that you're saying, especially in an argument, are telling the other person exactly what your actions are going to be. In their argument, she was saying things like, I am i can't promise that I won't get aggressive because I just lose my shit. I can't promise I won't get aggressive. You don't get to just I need you yourself. to promise you're not going to leave, though, when I do get aggressive. That your words are literally telling the other person, I'm not going to change. This is me. Stick with it or just deal with it. You married me, so accept this yeah. because this is part of who I am. It's like, no, 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 no. We can all improve. It does not mean that I'm I'm stuck with you. It does not mean that I have to keep tolerating this. Well, and if the words coming out of your mouth are, I I can't promise that, you don't want to change. You're you gonna, think there's nothing wrong with your behavior. You think you're fighting for the relationship, but you're not fighting for yourself to behave better. You're fighting for your ego. Uh-huh. And you're fighting that they should be doing more, which there again, you're focusing on them and their behavior, and it's just all off. There's a time and a place to take your eyes off yourself and focus on other people, but it's not when it comes to their emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. Yeah. And then, are you drinking and are you on prescription drugs? Because if you're on any of those and you're trying to- both of them. And you're trying to sift through chaos in a relationship, it's not going to work. If you guys have created these patterns with those substances in your life, you're not going to change them if both of you are not- on the same board like you have to watch the words coming out of each other's mouth because that's yep. going to tell you exactly how it's going to go if you're going to mm-hmm. keep the cycle going or if you're going to stop it but yeah confusion through extremes yeah <laughs> guys don't be extreme don't be toxic yeah just be good people it's not hard it's really not hard and if you feel like you are being toxic or if you have a friend that's toxic talk about it communicate seek help if you really need to if you do have friends that are being toxic try and talk with them if they don't Feel free to cut them out of your life. Sometimes that might be the neat wake-up call that somebody needs when people start leaving their life and they're like, wait, wait, but I like you guys. You're my friends. And all our friends are like, you're being toxic. So figure it out and come back maybe. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had people in my life I've had to cut out because I realize they are not going to change. Oh, I have. I've I've cut out a lot of people in my life. There's a lot of people I just didn't even start hanging out with because I was like, I can just see where this is going. Mm-hmm. Well, especially here in Washington, it's, it's I, I, I just don't like the people here. Everyone's very passive. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just I just it's weird. I don't know. There's a weird energy of people here. <laughs> Grow like are you going to read? Are you going to listen to outside sources? Or are you just going to keep living in the same bubble with these same people doing the same things? The problem is though is once you start doing reading and once you start changing what your input is, you start to have to question things about yourself that you're doing and a lot of people can't not face that. that. They don't want to face it yep and the moment any light is shed on it instead of sitting with it and sifting through it they're like nope this is too much i'm gonna smoke another blunt i'm gonna drink some more i'm gonna run away from it harder now i hate myself even more because i always self-sabotage but it's so much easier than sitting in the pain of what the fucking past something that's done something that's over right something that you can change any moment if you choose, choice. but instead you want to sit and wallow on what you did and or didn't do did or didn't do or what you should have said or could have said or didn't say. And now you're paralyzed from putting any action forward. Yeah, exactly. And then a week's going to go by and then you're going to be pissed because you didn't do anything for a week. And then a month and then half a year and then a year. And you're like, wait, what, what just happened? Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand why we keep, we like, and we defend these cycles. It's nuts. <laughs> And we're like, why are we going insane? Right? I don't know. I don't understand. 95. Why is my depression getting worse? <laughs> why am I more sad? Drugs? Okay, I'm better. We're over here like books, meditate, yoga, weed. Psychedelics. <laughs> Do you have any moments of like any, I mean, not me too, because obviously you're big and like women can't overpower you, but. I I got accused of rape once. I, I hate talking about it because it's so fucking stupid. I was so fucking pissed. 
But basically, long story short, I got invited to a wedding in Arizona while living in Seattle. So I went out there, met a friend who flew in from Minnesota. And then we stayed at the hotel. We went to the wedding together. Wedding was really cool. Smoked a bunch of weed, drank a bunch. And then at one point in the night, I was sitting on the couch talking to this girl and she just fell asleep. So I just kind of left. And then like two hours later, some dad came running up to me and yelling at me and accusing me of raping her. Um, it's fucking crazy. And of course I denied it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like I've been hanging out. I've been smoking weed. I've been with this person, that person, and this person. Like I haven't been anywhere fucking near her. You didn't deny it. You told the truth. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't even know who she is. Like, I don't like. And so he kicked me out of the party. And so it's like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. I think we were in Flagstaff and our, our hotel was in Phoenix or something like that. Jesus. So I had to call a taxi and get a taxi home. And then, of course, the whole time I'd been trying to get a hold of the girl that I was with, but she'd met a guy. So she was with him and her phone was off. Yeah. I'm like, great. I'm abandoned by the person who invited me out to the wedding. I'm just out here in the middle of bumfuck nowhere and trying to find a ride home. And then she didn't even believe me the next day. She believed everyone else at the party. She's like, I can't believe you did that. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, I didn't fucking do anything. And I shouldn't have to prove myself innocent. Like, yeah. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I haven't done fucking anything. I was pissed. She ended up, I ended up just paying for the whole hotel and being like, fuck you. I'll take care of the hotel. Like, don't fucking worry about it. <laughs> well, that's embarrassing, too, especially if you're if you're at a party and you don't. And you don't know anybody. And then this, like, and you're young and this big dad comes at you. You're like, what the fuck? I was, tw- I was only 20. I don't think I was even 21. Yeah. I wasn't even 21 yet. Jesus. Yeah. Did did things change at school? Did people treat you different? No, no, nobody knew because okay, this that's was, good. yeah, no. Because that's not the case for most people. I was, A no, lot of I people. Was, I was living here in Seattle. This was after high school. This was when I was living oh, okay. out here. So maybe I was a little older. Maybe I was 22 or 23. People in college, like, that'll ruin them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm trying to think if it happened to anyone. But then you have guys on the other end who that stupid fucking jock guy, I don't even want to say his name because it's not even worth it, but he, the judge basically said that a few moments of pleasure, or this was his dad's words, a few moments of pleasure is not worth ruining his reputation. And then the judge was saying that prison time would do horrible things for his mentality and... They basically just, like, let it go. That's disgusting. I think he got, like, some probation time or some community service work or something. And it was a disgusting case. Like, the guys who found her were behind... She was behind Behind a dumpster. dumpster. Yeah, and the guys were crying, the ones who found her, because it was just a disturbing story. Yeah. And he gets off of it, because it's, like, the right people in the right places and... And right money. Yep, yep. It's like, boop, boop, that one can go under the rug. rug. We like your bloodline. You can stay. God. The fuck? Do you have, like, what about the toxic femininity part? Especially with work. I've definitely seen it because you and I met bartending together. So the amount of, it was like to the point where I'm like, you take the women. Like, you just take the women. I don't yeah. want to deal with it. Well, it's different being a guy because I don't necessarily see it as much. And I, I was very, I never really was in any serious relationships or would not, I wouldn't allow myself to be put through that because after college, I did not believe in love. I thought I was just going to be a fuckboy forever. I thought I was going to marry some rich woman and have a kid and then let her take care of the kid and go live my life. Um, so I, I don't really have any stories of toxic femininity because I'm kind of a toxic masculinity. Um, and I would shut so that you shit. Are the, I would shut that shit down. I'm like, no. You either liked it or didn't like it. Yeah. And I'm like, and I wouldn't, I would, I didn't have time for games like that. Because I knew that I could, I knew I wasn't going to find love or I wasn't looking for love. And I knew that I could find other women. I knew so that the I manipulation sh- didn't work at all. Not one bit. Yeah. No, I, I, well, I hate to say this, but I was definitely the one manipulating. <laughs> I would lead girls on and, and get things out of them that I wanted or needed. Um, I would never go as far to accuse them of anything, but like if I needed a ride somewhere or if I needed to be fed or if I needed somewhere to sleep. Did you ever have any women get malicious towards you for rejecting them? Basically one, I don't know to the extent of it, but it was a girl at um oh i've told you this story because the night before was when wizard sleeve was trying to hit on me that's a story for another time if you ever want to hear the wizard sleeve story i'm happy to share it um yeah so that so i i I avoided that situation i fell asleep and this girl came and woke me up at butt crack earlier than maybe 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 it was like three or four in the morning maybe it was six or seven in the morning 
I have no idea. But my alcohol had worn off. She just came in and surprised me. So I came really fucking fast because I just wasn't expecting it. Yeah. And, I was, and I was half asleep. And I had heard that she had spread some rumors that I had a small dick and that I wasn't good in bed or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> you didn't even give me a fucking chance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it would have been so different if you had actually like flirted with me and we'd hung out that night and like, I don't know. It's just you're like you don't even know what I was dreaming about. I was probably already about to come in my yeah, dream. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, don't just because you fell short on the stick and you didn't make your move and you didn't let me know that you like me doesn't mean you get to like sh- slut shame me for being for like having bad. I don't. I don't even know how to describe it. But like, you don't get to go talk shit because you didn't get what you wanted. Yeah. I mean, some people would say that like you low key just got raped right there and then manipulated afterwards. Right. But it's like men are desensitized to so thinking desensitized that's that true. That it, Can you imagine if that was a woman laying there and a man came in and did that? Oh, it, it would have gone to court. With the right woman, she would have been like, you just fucking raped me. But for you, you're like, you didn't even give me a chance. How can you say my dick is small? Yeah. How can you say that I'm bad in bed when you just come and just fucking sit on it while I'm not even awake? But the thought of rape never even crossed your mind. Not once. No. That's what I'm saying. Isn't that fucking insane? That's crazy. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, you, you, you got raped. Sorry. Well. Check that off the list. <laughs> Life experience. <laughs> Sorry, it was fast. Yeah, right? <laughs> I didn't get to enjoy it. And pain-free. <laughs> no handcuffs or nothing. Um, oh, that was the real wizard sleep. If you guys, guys want to... Oh I'm my funny. God, right? If you guys want to watch a movie that demonstrates toxic, mass, toxic, toxic femininity at its core, watch Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves. That movie had me cringing at the levels of deceit these two girls would go to to make him look like the bad person. He was just a man at home with his his wife and daughters off on vacation or out for the night, or out for the weekend. And he just got completely coerced and manipulated by two girls who came in, said their clothes were all wet, so they needed to be dried, got naked in his house, went and used him and his wife's shower, oh, and then pulled him in there and basically made them have sex with her, her. Just go watch the movie. You'll see it. It's a terrifying ending. They definitely rape him in one of the scenes. He is tied to the bed and it does not consent. <laughs> he says, no, he says, don't do this. I don't want to do this. And she just has her way with him and videotapes wow. it and puts it on Facebook. That's another thing that I saw a couple people saying was the, the young women coming on to older men. Yeah, it's a huge thing, especially the like the super old guys who are about to die. There are some women who are like, I'm a princess. I deserve the world. I'm going to marry you, take all your money, and then you're going to die. It'll be fine. But I think it's like in high school, having crushes on teachers type of... Well, that's like every high schooler's fan, every boy high schooler's fantasy is to sleep with the hot Spanish teacher, the hot math right. teacher. But what I'm saying is like being in the man's pers- position, being a teacher and having young underage women like constantly coming at you. Yeah, that's that's a whole different that's a whole nother side to it because that just puts them in such an awkward position. So awkward. That you you have to be so careful as a male teacher to not be in a room with a girl alone, to not have outside conversation outside of any school domain. So no And the amount of manipulation that can happen there. Mm -hmm. I think part for part of me, my dad kind of ruined me on that aspect because even he wouldn't he would not let me have a girl in my room no matter what. Because women, he knows that women can be like this. And he's like, it's just not even worth it for you to even be accused of it. But there was a day we, we especially were being, over, being the principal's son, because the, the wrong person son. knows there's money in that. So it was me and my best friend, two of us, his little brother, my buddy and Brad's girlfriend. And Brad and his girlfriend were a cute, uh, sweetheart couple that had been dating for like two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And we all came home. I went into my room for like, we were in there for five minutes, maybe, maybe it was only two minutes. And I was just grabbing a couple things. And my dad is already halfway up the stairs and coming into my room and being like, Pat, you know, you're not allowed to have girls in, in your room. And I was like, what do you think is going to fucking happen? And, and later he's like, it's not about what might happen. It's what about she might say. Yeah. And I was like. Sky. Well, you don't think about that. You don't think that people will. Especially in high school. Like it never even crosses your mind. You don't think that people will be malicious like that. You don't think about that when you're young. You don't consider that people can be so mal- malicious. malicious and ruin your life so badly. Just Sometimes it's just for kicks and giggles, too. Sometimes you just want to watch the world burn. Or you did one little thing to upset them three years ago on a Wednesday that they remember. Well, there's certain like certain household incubi- 
females who literally get away with everything. everything. And that cultivates the type of feminist mentality that is so dominating in a household that a man lives on how long are you going to be? You spent 30 minutes at the grocery store when you said it would be 20 minutes at the grocery store. You said this when it should have really been that. They're walking on eggshells all the fucking time. Yeah. And it's like that gets, that starts at home. That starts by mm-hmm. dads not being able to tell their daughters no when they should be. Yeah. That starts with moms being so overly controlling without reasons why they're putting these things in place. And then so, like, your not- dad telling you, no, it's not about you having the female in the room. It's about what she could say. That's an example of doing it properly. Yeah. Where a lot of times moms raising daughters don't even give reasons. They're just like, because, because I, I said, said so. no. Yeah. And it's this cattiness. So the mom's giving an example of toxic well, mom, femininity and, the mom and expects, handing that down. And this ties into toxic femininity. The mom expects the girl to read her mind and know what she means and just and just know. And that's one of the biggest toxic femin- feminine things is expecting other people to mind read not communicating yeah communication again if you loved me you would have noticed that yeah i reacted this way or and you would have changed your behavior yeah and it's like no if you would have communicated then i wouldn't have had to study every mannerism and eyebrow cringe yeah exactly as to see what you are trying to decipher through the morse code of your face I definitely caught myself doing that in younger relationships, but recognizing that I didn't like how they started to behave to me because of it. That's cool that you had such an awareness of it at such a young age. Well, mom's 20 years older than me. So it's like you, even though I was, I wasn't, all of her relationships, I experienced in some sort of aspect because I was old enough. You learned from them. Yeah. I'm 10 when, when she was 30. So, you know. You're learning a lot. Yeah. And she's like my life source, you know, she's the only parent I that's, have. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of interesting everything. that you got to study all that and watch all that. Cause whereas like my mom, she was a single mom raising us, but she didn't really date. Like she had boyfriends here and there. She's also a lot older, but that's kind of interesting. Cause like with, with you, you and me like to spend a lot of time together, but like, I don't know. I feel like for our relationship, like I'm so used to being by myself and just doing things on my own that sometimes I forget to integrate the relationship into it. Yeah. Where I'm used to being by myself. Well, you, so I'm you, like, attend to me. Yeah. But yeah, I basically got to see how relationships work through how her relationships were working. Yeah, I never got to see that. Oh, the only the only example of a relationship I saw was was dad and which was cute. It was, but it was it was very routine, very basic. Yeah, my grandparents have been together their whole life, and their their relationship is really adorable. They have so great cute. communication. They're so cute together. And they, I mean, they're they're blunt with each other. Like, my grandma doesn't hold nothing back. Oh, yeah. But I feel like that's what keeps their... <laughs> so moral of this episode, kids, be balanced. Be smart. Don't be an extremist in any manner. Don't leave yourself in a room with a crazy woman at a party. <laughs> any kind of crazy person. It doesn't even have to be yeah. a woman. Thanks again for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. My hope is that this didn't hit any trigger points for anyone, but instead just brought a little bit more awareness into how we can all be better, how we can all unify better, and how we can all drop this fake narrative that life is telling us we are living. I hope you can walk away from this episode learning to accept people and all their flaws just that little bit more, but also respect yourself in an even larger manner and realize when it's okay for you to step away for your own sanity. Have a wonderful week. We will catch you here again next time. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Go check out the merch. (laughs) Go check out the merch. It's all really cool. (laughs) I am a broke ass bitch. So we don't have any back stock ordering anything for the holidays. Do it in advance because Corona is making things very strange this year. The website for all of our hoodies, all of our sweatpants. The blankets are really fucking soft. The website is just-press.com dash foreplay.simplecast.com go over to the right hand side and then check out the merch shop button from there also i have stickers for our first 50 orders thanks again we'll catch you guys next week